Hi, this is Joe Mercer. I'm calling from Wormelsdorf, Pennsylvania. I'm halfway between Hershey and Reading. And I work at Y102, uh, WRFY radio station uh, in Reading, Pennsylvania. I'm calling because I have a story about 9-11 involving a very close cousin of mine. Her name is Karen. She worked in a building across the street from the towers. Well, what happened that day was uh, she came out of the subway. Um, She lived in Jamaica, Queens at the time. She came out of the subway, and everyone who came out of the subway that day, just after the first plane hit, um, there were things falling from the sky. It was like the sky was on fire. There were ashes falling and clothing and papers falling out of the sky and briefcases and suitcases and bodies and... um, no one knew what was happening. Obviously calling our sources and trying to figure out exactly what happened. And as she came to the top of the stairs and all of this was falling from the sky, a woman came up to Karen, covered with ashes. She was white and gray with ashes from head to toe. And she said, can you help me? I need to call my husband. And Karen said, come with me. Uh, and they went into her office, which was directly across from the towers. And as the woman was trying to use the phone, of course, the phones were already down by then. As they were, as she was trying to use the phone, they looked out the window and the second plane hit. You saw a plane? Yes, I just saw a plane go into the building. Karen looked at the woman who was in total shock and just, Karen uh, said, come with me (laughs) once again. And they went downstairs, all the way down the stairs, because, of course, the elevators weren't working at that point either. And she led the woman to the Brooklyn Bridge, and they found their way across uh, the river to Brooklyn uh, and relative safety. And um, it took Karen a long time, years and years, before she could go back into the city. To all of those who perished and all of those who lost and all of those who fought and all of those who survived, my love and my heart goes out to all of you. Hello, my name is Tracy, and... When 9-11 happened, I was on my way out the door to go to Bible study at church with a large group of women. We were waiting for the Bible study to talk, start, and we were talking to each other, and one of the women there walked in, and we all knew her husband was a pilot. And so when we asked her if she had talked to her husband, she hadn't heard the news yet. And there, a group of women who had gathered to study God's Word and encourage each other. Um, wrapped our arms around her and gathered around her and prayed for the safety of her husband and for her and her child that was downstairs in the nursery. And for me, that was the beginning of um, days of praying for others and being there for others. It ended happily. Her husband was not directly affected by the events of that day. He um, had to land his plane in a small town in the Midwest somewhere. It was a couple hours before she heard from him. And um, it's amazing how when tragedy happens, all the little things in life, you realize that it really is all meaningless. And what matters is people loving and caring and praying. And um, as awful as the memory of that day is, there's a sweetness in the memory of coming together that day for one woman and then days later for thousands coming together in prayer and caring and loving as Jesus did when he was on this planet. Hey, my name's Jason. I remember that me and my friend were 
driving on our way to our community college. We were in a drawing class, and we were listening to talk radio, and uh, we heard them say that one plane had gone into one of the World Trade Center towers, and uh, just kind of hearing the play-by-play, and I was just like, wow, that, that's crazy. And when we got into our class, we told everybody, and so we turned on the TV, and we saw that the next plane went in, and um, we ended up going home because just the whole, I think everybody instantly in our nation seemed to felt like, wow, we are under attack. This is um, something that is horrific, something we've never experienced. And I think there was a lot of confusion. There was a lot of fear. And um, I remember getting into a Fox News spiral for probably a year, um, just always wondering, like, what was what was going to happen next, it seemed. This is Carla. On September 11, 2001, that very morning, I had put my preliminary application in the mail to Dillon International to begin the process of adopting my daughter in China. It had taken me a long time to decide which adoption agency to use, and I was so excited. Uh, I was an elementary school assistant principal then in Kentucky, and later that morning at my school, we turned on the television in the main office, and within seconds, witnessed that jet flying into the second tower. Uh, there was a lot of confusion as we all tried to figure out what was going on, make sure our students were isolated from information at that point. And then it all just sunk in. I stood there and just cried as I watched the news and feared that I would never be able to bring my daughter home because of what was now happening in the United States. And my worst fear was that I would die without ever getting to be a mom. Hi, my name is Dwight, and on September the 11th, I was actually coaching a young executive who was going through a career change in my office. My assistant knocked on the door and said, I think you need to see the TV. And I walked out and saw, I think what many Americans saw, the tower that had been hit in New York. A friend of mine posted a TV show in New York, and sometimes I would guest on his show. So I was concerned about my friend and his TV staff. By later in the day, we knew that America was under attack. And through a series of events, God allowed me to work with some, some wonderful people so we could go do what everybody wanted to do, and that was try to help. And I know that everybody on that day thought about who was important to them, who they loved, because that's who you wanted to call when you heard the towers fell. You reached out to the people that you cared about the most. And I hate that it takes a crisis for us to be able to identify that, but I know that the divorce rate dropped for the three months after 9-11 to the lowest point that it had dropped in, in 20 years. People who were mad about trivial things stepped back and said, what matters most? And here's what it came down to, people. People matter most. I don't know where you were on September 11th, but I know that we probably both shared the same vision and the same goals of caring about the people that we love, our family, our kids, and we wanted to do something to make a difference. We can do that every day. This is Bev, and I was hosting the morning show at KCWN and listening to SRN News when the report came that a plane had hit the tower, and we thought it was some kind of an accident, and there was an investigation, and then within a few minutes, another news report that there was another plane and then we knew that it could not be an accident, but we had no idea what it was. I remember everyone having questions and no answers, 
and we knew we had to stick to our mission at the radio station of playing music that would reassure people that God was in control. And suddenly every song took on a brand new meaning. Uh, my first grandchild was just five weeks old, and when I got off work, I drove right to his house because I just needed to look into an innocent, beautiful face to believe that God was good. Uh, it just seemed like evil had taken over the world, and while you didn't want to see it, you just couldn't look away. Um, the TV just became a magnet to see what was happening. And then the story started to come about where God was in the middle of it all. And as he always was and always is and always will be, he was still in control. Hi, this is Eric. And on 9-11, I was living in Kankakee, Illinois, with my wife, Julie, and my son, Evan, who was not even a year old. I just started a brand new job of going out and promoting a radio station. And I can remember that morning, my son being so young that oftentimes we had some sort of kids programs on or a video and getting a call from my sister-in-law, my wife's older sister, saying, turn on the news, a plane, you know, just hit uh, the World Trade Center and turning it in only to see the next plane hit. And then as the different scenes unfolded, I remember watching the pictures on the screen and thinking, that does not look like something that would happen in America. This looks like something that you'd see on the news or in a movie that's happening in another part of the world where terrorist acts happen all the time, where you see smoke and rubble and people just running for their lives and bloody bodies and just the humanity and the uncertainty that was there. I was struck um, by the thought that my son was just days away from turning one years old and thinking, what kind of world is he going to be living in now, knowing that what I was seeing unfold on the screen would, would impact and, and change really our lives forever, and what that would mean for this little soon-to-be one-year-old boy. Hi, Lisa. This is Alisa Shanks, and I was completing my um, pre-doctoral internship at the University of Colorado at Boulder on 9-11. I had driven into work listening to worship music, and so I was oblivious to what was happening until one of my fellow interns grabbed me and took me into the break room in the student health center at Boulder and um, showed me on television what was happening. And... Um, it was stunning. We watched the towers come down. We watched all of it unfolding. And then um, all I wanted to do was go home and be by my husband and feel safe. And instead, as um, the mental health presence on campus, we were sent out to go and listen to people and support them and encourage them in the midst of the tragedy. And um, I think the one that struck me the most was a young girl who had survived the school shooting at Columbine High School and watching our nation be under attack was um, incredibly triggering for her. So just sitting with her and supporting her and in encouraging her that we were safe in Colorado and um, just walking beside her on that incredibly difficult day really stood out to me. And then um, I think in the aftermath, it just 
was incredibly hard for me watching the media replay and replay um, the traumatizing images from 9-11. And um, our job, of course, was to support and encourage people and, and help them find freedom and healing while also grieving ourselves. And so I remember going home that night and just falling into the arms of my husband and being so grateful um, that we were safe and um, that our friends and family members in New York were safe and just grieving with the whole nation over the, the many, many losses. This is Tina from West Virginia. Um, on 9-11, I was at work when my mom called to tell me about the first plane. I found a TV in um, one of the offices to watch the coverage. It was so shocking and horrible to watch the towers fall and the smoke and the ash and the people fleeing on foot and the injured. But in the days to come, it was a blessing to see how strong we are and how we came together. And as a new Christian, one of my first impulses was to get to church as soon as possible. I, I felt I needed to be in church. And later, I came to understand that my coming to Jesus had happened for such a time as this, because I couldn't have coped and come to understand why these things happened without relying on Him. I will never forget. Hey, Lisa, it's Copelia, and I was actually in Puerto Rico, where I'm from, on September 11th, working at a Christian radio station, um, and when the news broke, all of the staff, a whole bunch of Christians were called in to the kitchen area where we had a TV, and we gathered to pray, and it was crazy how immediately, you know, this body of people just started praying and praying. For, we had no idea what was going on. We're watching the coverage of the first plane and then the second plane crashing into the towers. Um, it was it was so scary, but at the same time, holding the hand of the person next to you, you know, and just praying, God, we pray, we don't know what's going on, but we just ask that you would intervene. Who knows that a lot of Christians who started praying when they first heard the news and they saw the news breaking prevented more attacks. We don't know. I mean, that plane that's in Pennsylvania, you know, crashed into the field. Who knows the damage it could have done, worse damage to the Pentagon. You know, we just prayed. That's all we knew to do. And I remember thinking, um, we were sharing on the air what was going on. We were just praying on the air with people. Um, it was just a really scary time, but I remember turning to the Lord. And a week after that, I was in uh, at the airport on a plane heading to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, to do prison ministry. And a co-worker told me, make sure you tell your family you love them because you're getting on a plane the week after 9-11. But I thought, you know, you could get in a car and, you know, that could be it. And I thought, it, it's just regardless of whether it's 9-11 or whatever, it, every day we need to be thankful because we don't know when tragedy is going to hit, if it's going to hit. But we can definitely pray and we can definitely tell the people we love that we love them. Whether you're getting on a plane after 9-11 or you're getting in your car later today, um, these kind of things I think really shake us and make us remember how, how fragile and how precious life truly is. And if I just have three minutes, that's it. But if I have time for 
sharing a little more, the prison ministry weekend was amazing. I mean, we, especially after 9-11, it's like you get to experience the world a little bit differently. On that airplane, <laughs> I think it was just the pilot, a flight attendant, and me. And maybe a handful of people. But just the way things changed after 9-11, I think people were a little bit more cautious, a little quieter at the airport. Um, we were all just, you know, it was just a somber feeling of what what next, you know, what's going to happen next. And I think at times like that, we really need to be strong in our faith and know who we believe and what we believe and where we stand. Because I remember churches were filled after 9-11. People were searching for God, searching for answers, searching for peace. Hi, this is Melanie. Um, 9-11 was a school day. So I can remember having to think about getting my kids ready to take them to school and concerned about that. Um, and I also called my twin sister in Nebraska. And I can remember us just, I told her to turn on the news. And I can remember us just sobbing, crying together um, as we watched the towers fall. And it was just, it's still just very... A very emotional memory, thinking of all those people. Um, and I can remember later, um, a few days later, whenever it was that they lifted the, the, the ban on, on, on airlines, um, I can remember going to school and with fellow moms, um, when we'd see a, a plane fly overhead, it was just the thought of, it, there was fear. It was just horrible. Um, and I couldn't imagine being in the place that, uh, of the, of the victims and their families, um, of that day. And I still pray for them. Yes, my name is Jay, and I was in Broomfield, Colorado all day of 9-11. I spent the morning when all the news reports were going on in a dental chair watching at an upside-down angle because I had broken a tooth that morning eating breakfast. So I spent most of the afternoon sleeping, but uh, the thing that was most profound was at that time I was living right in the uh, tra air traffic patterns of Rocky Mountain Airport and Denver International Airport. So that night it was eerily quiet because there were no airplanes flying other than a single F-16 fighter that was patrolling back and forth in the area. The quiet really was speaking volumes. Hi, my name is Julie, and I was living in Denver on the day of September 11th. And I remember just being glued to the television that day. I just wanted to know what NBC had to say and what ABC had to say, and I just I wanted to know every bit of it. And so I just remember being completely glued to the television. And I also remember... It was probably a couple hours after after the initial events had happened, and I remember hearing an airplane go over my home, and I remember looking around to the people um, that were over at our house at the time, just going, I hope it keeps on flying. And then just the silence that was in the air afterwards, just that there were no planes in the air for the rest of that day and for the days that followed, just that the sky was empty. That was... That was um, I just remember that being very strange and very weird. Um, and you just wanted to know. You just wanted to know what happened. 
you just want to find out who did it and why. I just think a lot of questions um, that day and just, just the sadness and the heaviness. Hey, my name is Lisa, and I was in Orlando on 9-11. I was on the air at Z88.3, and it was right at the end of the morning show. And Brandon, who was our intern, walked into the studio, and I remember he had a scared, um, kind of excited, scared, confused look on his face, and he just said, something has happened in New York, a plane has hit a building, it's something really bad. And the song was ending, and it was right around 9 o'clock, and I, um, I just went on the air without even knowing and just said, hey, something has happened in New York, a plane has hit a building, apparently um, it's really bad, and, um, and we should pray. Um, and then I remember starting the song, and we turned on the TV, and then everybody just coming into the studio, like, like all of us on staff looking at the TVs in the studio, and I can remember watching the second tower fall. Dean O'Neill was standing on my right and just having this horror of not wanting to believe that you were watching something so horrible happen. And, and then needing to process my feelings as deeply and as quickly as I could because I had to go back on the air and help people find out. And people who were scared would be turning to the Christian station for comfort and how every song had such deep meaning. And I remember we all were there all day. And in the afternoon, uh, Fox News came, and I remember a camera being on us, and I remember saying to the camera, they asked, you know, you're the Christian station, what are you saying on the air? And saying to them, um, we trust God on the worst days and we trust God on the best days and so we are doing what we always do and that is we are turning to God uh, and just being a very surreal experience. Yeah. I remember American flags everywhere. I remember um, American flag stickers on every car and, and that's what I remember most and um, I just want to say thanks for listening to today's show and I want to say thank you to everybody who called in and shared your story. And if you think today's show would be meaningful for someone in particular, you want to share it with them, you can find it at lifewithlisawilliams.com. Hashtag never forget.